0: Section three of Book of English Ballads by George Edwards. Read for LibriVox.org by Michael helgens of the Watson on May first, two thousand ten from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. King Lear and his three daughters. King Lear once ruled in this land with princely power and peace and had all things with heart's content that might his joys increase amongst those things that nature gave three daughters fair had he so princely seeming beautiful as fair could not be so on a time it pleased the king a question thus to move which of his daughters to his grace could show the dearest love for to my age you bring content quoth he Then let me hear which of you three is plighted troth, The kindest will appear, to whom the eldest thus began. Dear father mind, quoth she, before your face, To do you good my blood shall rendered be, And for your sake my bleeding heart shall here be cut in twain, Ere that I see your reverend age the smallest grief sustain. And so will I, the second said. A father for your sake the worst of all extremities i'll gently undertake and serve your highness night and day with diligence and love that sweet content and quietness discomforts may remove in doing so you glad my soul the aged king replied but what say'st thou my youngest girl how is thy love allied my love quoth young cordelia then which to your grace i owe shall be the duty of a child and that is all i'll show and wilt thou show no more quoth he than doth thy duty bind i well perceive thy love is small when as no more i find henceforth i banish thee my court thou art no child of mine nor any part of this my realm by favour shall be thine Thy elder sisters' loves are more than well I can demand, To whom I equally bestow my kingdom and my land, My pompal state and all my goods that lovingly I may, With those thy sisters be maintained until my dying day. Thus flattering speeches, one renown by these two sisters here, The third had causeless banishment, yet was her love more dear, For poor Cordelia patiently went wandering up and down, unhelped unpitied gentle maid through many an english town until at last in famous france she gentler fortunes found though poor and bare yet she was deemed the fairest on the ground where when the king her virtues heard and this fair lady seen with full consent of all his court he made his wife and queen her father old king lear this while with his two daughters stayed forgetful of their promised love full soon the same decayed and living in queen regan's court the eldest of the twain she took from him his chiefest means and most of all his train for whereas twenty men were wont to wait with bended knee she gave allowance but to ten and after scarce to three nay one she thought too much for him so took she all away in hope that in her court good king he would no longer stay am i Children and to beg for what i lately gave i'll go unto my gonorell my second child i know will be more kind and pitiful and will relieve my woe full fast he hies then to her court where when she heard his moan returned him answer that she grieved that all his means were gone but no way could relieve his wants yet if that he would stay within her kitchen he should have what scullions gave away When he had heard with bitter tears he made his answer then, In what I did let me be made example to all men, I will return again, quoth he, unto my regan's court. She will not use me thus, I hope, but in a kinder sort. Where when he came she gave command to drive him thence away, When he was well within her court she said he would not stay. Then back again to Gonarell the woeful king did hide, that in her kitchen he might have what scullion boy set by but there of that he was denied which she had promised late for once refusing he should not come after to her gate thus twixt his daughter's full relief he wandered up and down being glad to feed on beggars food that lately wore a crown and calling to remembrance then his youngest daughter's words that said the duty of a child was all that love affords doubting to repair to her whom he had banished so grew frantic mad for in his mind he bore the wounds of woe which made him rend his milk-white locks and tresses from his head and all with blood bestain his cheeks with age and honour spread to hills and woods and watery founts he made his hourly moan till hills and woods and senseless things did seem to sigh and groan even thus possessed with discontents he passed o'er to france in hopes from fair Cordelia there to find some gentler chance. Most virtuous dame, which, when she heard of this her father's grief, as duty-bound she quickly sent him comfort and relief, and by a train of noble peers, in brave and gallant sort, she gave in charge he should be brought to Agnapis court, whose royal king with noble mind so freely gave consent to muster up his knights-at-arms to fame and courage bent, and so to england came with speed to repossess king lear and drive his daughters from their thrones by his cordelia dear where she true-hearted noble queen was in the battle stain yet he good king in his old days possessed his crown again but when he heard cordelia's death who died indeed for love of her dear father in whose cause she did this battle move he swooning fell upon her breast from whence he never parted, but on her bosom left his life that was so truly hearted. The lords and nobles when they saw the end of these events, the other sisters unto death they doomed by consents, and being dead their crowns they left unto the next of kin. Thus have you seen the fall of pride and disobedient sin End of Ballad This recording is in the public domain